The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies? Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Listen, if this is your first time listening to my show, just know, I'm going to warn you, you're going to hear it raw, uncut, no PC stuff on this show. I'm a Christian, I'm a former police officer, and I'm pro-Trump. And so most people that, even whether they agree with me or not, most people that like my show, they like listening because I keep it 100. I keep it real. And if you're not following me on social media, make sure you go on uh, to all social media platforms at The Officer Tatum, The Officer Tatum. Some of y'all may not realize that I have millions of of followers on all my social media platforms. Uh, I have a network that's literally worldwide. So let's get into this. We're going to have some call-ins later on the show in the fourth segment at around 640. The number is 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-KTAR. Make sure you call in at that time. You call in right now, you're going to be waiting all day long. So, Nancy Pelosi, and I I don't know if you're a fan of Nancy Pelosi Pelosi or not. Um, If you just ask me, I'm I'm questioning and I'm wondering if she haven't been uh, drinking before she go onto some of these platforms and do these press conferences because her speech is just slurred. She's just slurred. Now, I don't know if if she's just up in age. I mean, that could be a factor. I don't know if she's trying to talk too fast. I don't know if she ha- she's had a speaking impediment um, for, for a very long time and nobody has really noticed it. Um, but she, she's out of control. She has decided that the House of Representatives should pursue impeachment of the President of the United States. I, I, I will never understand this. I would never. What, what did he what crimes did he commit? What, what did he do? They have no information, no nothing. We're going to get into it here shortly. But I want you to hear a clip of kind of what she was saying. Obviously, I chopped it up a little bit because her whole statement was way too long. But I'll play what she said and when she did the press conference and, and want to, I guess, convince the American people that she's legitimately uh, pursuing impeachment of the president. Listen to this clip real quick. I don't hear the clip. I don't know if y'all hear the clip. I guess it's not working right now, <laughs> but she slurred. Just, just, just imagine your, your grandma getting too drunk and trying to talk about impeachment of the president and doing tongue twisters. That, that it probably didn't work out well. So, the president. I mean, this is gonna back. This is gonna be. Uh, this is gonna. They're gonna get backlash from this, or this is gonna backfire. The word I'm looking for is backfire. Right. Think about what happened in Clinton's campaign, or when when Clinton got impeached. Right. Just think about it for a minute. This is not a bipartisan impeachment. Bipartisan does not mean that it's 50-50 uh, uh, votes from the Democrats and the conservatives. Bipartisan simply means that you're getting at least some votes from the other side to pursue a common goal. When Bill Clinton got impeached for for, re- for right reasons, I mean, come on, it was very clear. Monica Lewinsky, I didn't have sex relations with that woman. Okay, everybody knew you lied. Okay, so you lied under oath. Obstruction of justice because you tried to convince Monica Lewinsky to change her change her uh, uh, um, testimony. I mean, clear evidence. I, I think that's reasonable to, and I don't think they did make the right decision by trying to impeach him. But I think it's reasonable to 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 say that um, he was doing something wrong or something in error. Let, let me try this clip one more time with Nancy Pelosi. Uh, let's see if it if we can roll it back. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary. From one people to, to dissolve the president's failure to faithfully execute the law. They therefore created a constitutional remedy 
to protect against a dangerous or corrupt leader. The American people have heard the testimony of truly patriotic career public servants. I commend our committee chairs and our members for their somber approach to actions which I wish the president had not made necessary. Democrats, too, are prayerful, and we will proceed in a manner worthy of our oath of office. So help us, God. So help me, God. I mean, I, I know I cut it down, but she's, she's slurring a little bit. She can't keep her words straight. And then there's another clip that, that I got from that. After she walks off of the stage and she's getting ready to leave, somebody asked her, did she hate the president? And she came back and said, I don't hate anybody. I was raised as a Catholic. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. you raised as a Catholic, but your party is the party of abortions. Your party is the party of gay marriage. I mean, don't, don't try to bring Catholicism in it when it's benefiting you and you're not being consistent across the board. But let me play this next clip. And uh, I want you guys to hear kind of her reaction. And she sound even more deranged. Wrote a clip. Cool when he doesn't deal with the, the helping our dreamers, though, of which we're very proud. I think he's in denial about the constitu- about the uh, climate crisis. Now, if you don't think she's offering. <laughs> that was a part of my video. <laughs> it was a part of my video on YouTube. So. So that, that little last yelling part was that. But if you can hear, she she doesn't seem like she got it all together. Let me let me continue on on this. All right. I don't think that they have a compelling case. I don't think most people in America feel like they have a compelling case. People aren't even really watching these hearings. They have much. They don't have much to say. But what I will tell you is that Matt Gates. if you don't know who Matt Gates is, you need to Google him. You need to look him up because he literally destroyed any credibility that they had during the hearing at all. And after the hearing in the Judiciary Committee uh, run by, I call him Short Stack, run by Short Stack, uh, Jerry Nadler, after this is when she pursued impeachment. But but listen to what Gates said and how he debunked the whole thing. Wrote a clip. Watch the video. The will of the American people also elected Donald Trump to be the president of the United States in the 2016 election. And there's one party that can't seem to get over it. Professor Gerhardt, you gave money to Barack Obama, right? Uh, my family did, yes. Play. I want you to play the other clip, too. Play, play the other clip. Professor Carlin, you gave 2,000 bucks or you gave 1,000 bucks to Elizabeth Warren, right? Uh, I believe so. You gave 1200 uh, bucks to Barack Obama? I have no reason to question that. And you gave 2000 bucks to Hillary Clinton? That- have you ever been on a podcast called Versus Trump? I think I was on a live panel that the people who ran the podcast called Versus Trump... Excuse me, me- you don't get to interrupt me on this time. Now, let me also suggest that when you invoke the president's son's name here, when you try to make a little joke out of referencing Baron Trump, that does not lend credibility to your argument. It makes you look mean. It makes you look like you're attacking someone's family, the minor child of the president of the United States. So let's see if we can get into the facts. To all of the witnesses, if you have personal knowledge of a single material fact in the shift report, please raise your hand and let the record reflect. As you can see, nobody raised their hand. They had nothing. I mean, you could tell the people that were brought as witnesses were literally paying money to the Democrats. This is a, this is a partisan hack, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't know what else to say. And, and, and he destroyed them. And then let me give you something real quick. I got a, two minutes before we go to break. And I want to just run over some some accomplishments from President Trump that I think will thwart any opportunity for his the people that believe in him, the people that are going to vote for him, even the people that are moderate. It's going to thwart them from thinking that this is legitimate. Six six point seven million new jobs. 
historic unemployment, tax cuts, prison reform, hundreds of conservative judges on the bench, exposing corruption and the media, pro-law enforcement, pro-military, and he's doing everything that he ran on. How is this impeachment where you have people like Matt Gates destroying the whole argument, how is this impeachment going to pursue or be pushed forward and be uh, deemed as legitimate to common folk? Now, if you just hate the president, I don't know what to tell you. But if you're looking at facts, this is not a point in time in which you impeach a president. Allow the American people to do what they do best, and that's vote. Don't steal the vote from the American people. Don't don't try to thwart a duly elected president. Let the people speak. In 2020, if President Trump hasn't been doing anything for this country, then, of course, the people that voted for him the first time will not vote for him. And all of the moderate people in this country will not vote for him. I think that's that's clear as the noonday sun. Coming up next, uh, DPS head, the, the, the gentleman that runs the whole department, Frank Millstone, got pulled over and said he was surprised he didn't get a ticket. I ain't surprised. I'll catch you guys after the break. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Bad boys, bad boys, bad boys, bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> I make my new uh, bad boys version of this song. So we got a bad boy that I'm going to talk about. Hey, hey, you know, hey, I'm, 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 I'm pro police, right? I, I love all the police officers that serve and protect. Look, I love you. Even when you mess up, I still love you. You still got to get a whooping, but I love you. It's kind of like my child. I I, I got to spank you because it's, it's, it's just what that's what's right, but I still love you. Now, Frank Millstone, who is the head of DPS, got pulled over. He was going, the officer said he was going 90. And, and this is the thing, man. I, I like this guy, and I, and I, and I hope that... This doesn't get him in trouble, but I don't like when people get on and they they say things that are not true to save face. If you are the head of highway patrol, you probably shouldn't be speeding at all. But I understand you may speed sometimes, but try to stay under 85. You know why you should stay under 85? Because anything over 85 is criminal speeding. And I'm going to play the interview because he alluded to the fact that it wasn't criminal. But any speed over 85 miles per hour is criminal speeding. And then 20 over any posted speed limit will be criminal speeding. If you go 21 over, obviously, you'll meet the threshold of 20 over. And so that, that that's my biggest heartache with what, what he said. But I'll get into some more stuff because I'm going to give you some insight on the police culture and how this stuff works and, and why I think that. Uh, a, a police chief or somebody, you're never going to give them a ticket. You're just not going to do it unless they get a DUI. Let's roll the first clip. And this is what he said when he was on KTAR. Not on, he was on KTAR early on the morning show. Go ahead. Some apparently I was something like 15 over and it was 75 uh, and we were moving through some slower traffic and uh, there were and I, I sped up to get around slower traffic and went back down to the speed limit. But it doesn't matter. I broke the law. Uh, he stopped me and uh, he was very professional, a great deputy. Um, it just it was just one of those days that it was my turn to get stopped. It- uh, 
so you know, I'll keep playing it. Keep playing. It. I think it's one more part I want to hit on. Keep playing it. Is going over 85 considered criminal speeding? No. It's not? No, it's 21 over the posted speed limit is criminal. Okay, so... So no. it's just a misdemeanor. It's a- so you, you heard him just say that it was just a misdemeanor. All you got to do is look up the Arizona Revised Statute. I'm not going to do homework for you, so you got to look it up yourself. But you look up the Arizona, Arizona Revised Statute, and you look up speeding, and you look up criminal speeding, and you will see that anything over 85 is criminal speeding. Now, he was said he was doing over 90. The officer said over 90. So, I mean, that wasn't that wasn't a good look. But let's let's get into this. Let's get into the big portions of of the reason why I want to take this topic and diagnose it. And we're going to talk about it. Right. He said he was surprised he didn't get a ticket. There's no way in God's green earth that the head of a police department should be surprised that they didn't get a ticket. I'm telling you guys, as a former police officer, you, you, you would never. Unless DUI or some criminal, because criminal offenses, you have no discretion. If somebody commits a crime that is a misdemeanor, you have no discretion, right? You're not supposed to be letting people off for crimes. But when it comes to a civil violation of a civil infraction, you're probably, as a police chief or anybody, you're probably not going to get a ticket, right? How dare you give the, the, the head man in charge a ticket? Now, some people may have a problem with that, but that's just what it is. You know, when you protect and serve and you put your life on the line, you know, there's some things that come with that, like it or not. And then also, um, we'll talk about the huge difference between civilians and officers, right? When you're talking about speeding, when you're talking about driving fast, I mean, I want people to understand that there's a big difference between Joe Schmo driving 90 miles per hour, weaving in and out of traffic, and a tactical driver who's been driving for 20-plus years in in, in situations that are way more dynamic than highway going 90 uh, miles per hour. When I was a police officer, I— I've gone 75, 80 miles per hour on residential streets trying to save somebody's life numerous times. And I could only imagine how fast highway patrol go on the freeway trying to save somebody's life in an open road situation. You're talking you're talking to accesses of well over 100 miles per hour, depending on the circumstances and situations. So this DPS officer or this this DPS, um, I, I don't know what they call it. Um, current, I, I, I thought I, saw, I read the title was uh, Colonel, but. I got to look up his title because it's very different than the police chief. So he's he's the head of all of it, and he was going ninety in a in a in a Range Rover. That that's 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 not going to be a performance issue for that vehicle or his talents as a professional driver. I will tell you this, and, and this is another thing I didn't like, and I'll play the clip on that. Uh, roll the second clip of of this interaction. We're doing a memorial hike. Oh yeah. Now, you can see that his wife is is alluding to the fact that he's uh, working for the police department. You know what I'm saying? And, and, And I'm not surprised that. I'm not surprised that. Let me let me make a correction. He's the director. His position is called a director. But I'm not surprised. Um, that she's doing that because you want to let the person know that, hey, you know, you're, you're dealing with a person that's in law enforcement here and, and you don't want to be too intrusive about it because then you come off as a jerk. But if you if you're just simply saying, hey, you know, we're going to a police funeral and uh, yeah, it's actually the same department that he works for, the one who's driving the car. Because there, like I said, there is a exception in some cases for people who are law enforcement, um, as long as you're not committing a crime. Um, and it also depends. Now, I'm not going to say this is this is all all across the board, because when you're doing when you're pulling people over in different agencies, 
um, that can be a adversity too. You know, if you're pulling somebody over in a rival agency, you probably give the cheaper ticket. I remember that we gave <laughs> when I was at Tucson, we gave the sheriff of uh, Pima County. We pulled him over and gave him a ticket. And then they turned around and gave our chief a ticket from speeding. So it, there is some banter that goes back and forth. But in the, the premise of, of what typically goes on is that, you know, you just don't give the police chief a ticket unless it's criminal. You can give him a warning. Because I think that, and this is what I will say, I think that a warning will indicate that you know better, you made a mistake, go on. When I was a police officer, should have said this from the beginning, is that my qualification for giving people tickets is that I didn't give anybody a ticket Unless it was criminal, unless you run a light and, hit, and you know, crash into another car. If it's civil stuff, speeding, I would never give you a ticket if you understood that you made a mistake and you and you and you vowed to correct it. If you were driving on the speed lane, I say, look, I'll give you a ticket. If you if I go up to your car, you go, what you put me over for? I, I wasn't even speeding. All right. Now you got to go to court because clearly me giving you a verbal correction wasn't going to help you. So. But that's how it works, man. Like it or not. I'm just keeping it 100. I wish that Millstone would have done it a little differently. But it's America under attack by the SJWs. Are we under attack? Are they going crazy? We'll talk about it in the second segment. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR 92.3. I'll see you after the break. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show, ladies and gentlemen. Every Saturday at 6 p.m., you can catch B. Tatum speaking the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God. Make sure you call in. On the next segment, we're going to have call-ins that you can discuss anything I said. You'd agree with me, disagree with me. I want you to call in. I want to have a conversation with you. 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-KTAR. Now, the question was posed before uh, the break. Is America under attack by the SJWs? Social justice warriors. And y'all all, if you're listening to my show, you, you, you know who I'm talking about. You, you know what I'm, what I'm referring to. People who have just gotten into this mentality to be PC about everything. You can't even walk a certain way without them getting mad and saying it's sexist, it's prejudiced, it's homophobic. And these, these people are literally attacking America. And so let me let me let me let me get into this real quick. I got a few topics I want to talk about. The Peloton is one that the commercial about the Peloton. Um, Tim Ryan, a commentator for the San Francisco 49ers football team. And then also George Zimmerman, who is suing uh, Trayvon Martin's family um, for one hundred million dollars. OK, let's get into George Zimmerman first. I really, I'm really, I really don't care about the facts and circumstances of the situation with George Zimmerman and his new lawsuit. What I'm bothered by is the people who are coming off as being racially insensitive or racially biased on both sides. You either love Trayvon Martin and he could do no wrong, or you hate Trayvon Martin and he was everything was wrong about him just because he wasn't a perfect kid. Those two mentalities that we see in America, these SJW mentalities, are, are crazy to me. I had people who were following me on social media lose their salvation because I, I dared to say that that is that Zimmerman, George Zimmerman, was wrong. He was wrong. I don't care who you are and where you're from. I think I think Trayvon Martin was a little thug, but you still shouldn't go run him down and kill him. And everybody wants to say, oh, he was defeated. No, no, you're a grown man. that You have no evidence that he committed a crime. You should have called the police. You're not a police officer. You don't have backup. You don't have no, no tactical training. You have nothing. 
That's why when, the, when you go out there and run after the kid and he confronts you, you lose him to an 18-year-old boy, and then you had to shoot him. Now, nobody knows how, to, how it started, but what we do know is that the dispatcher told Zimmerman to go back to the car, and he didn't. He ended up in the apartment complex somewhere fighting Trayvon, ended up resulting into his death. And I can't believe that people are supporting Trayvon and saying he was, was just this, this uh, saint, and people are supporting Zimmerman saying he was a saint. Zimmerman had a worse, crim- uh, uh, more of a criminal record than Trayvon could have ever imagined. Zimmerman with domestic violence, uh, uh, DUIs. I mean, he, he, he didn't have all kind of stuff he didn't done. Now, let's move to the second thing, Peloton, the commercial for the Peloton. If you guys don't know what the Peloton is, the Peloton is a bike, a stationary uh, bicycle that, that connects people all over the world to do workouts, like, like almost if you went to a cycling class but you had it in your front living room. It's like $2,000 for that thing, and over half a million people in, in, own a Peloton. And so people are outraged at the Peloton commercial. And if you haven't seen it, go on to my YouTube channel. I made a whole video about it. I showed a clip of it. You can Google Peloton commercial. All it shows is a husband buying his wife a, that bicycle, that $2,000 bicycle that she always wanted. She's on a bike exercising for a year. She loved, She loves. You know, it shows her uh, taking selfies on it and waking up early in the morning just to ride on it um, because she cares about her physical fitness. And then at the end, it was like a year later, they go watch the film of that, and she tell her husband thank you or whatever the case may be, and people are outraged, saying that it's sexist. Listen, let me tell you something, you SJWs. There's nothing sexist about a man paying $2,000 for something his wife wants. Have you ever heard the term happy wife, happy life? What, what is the point of you not doing something for your wife when y'all are committed in a relationship to live together forever, as long as you live, why, why would you not commit to doing something like that? And is it a crime to work out? Is it a crime to exercise? Is it, is it somehow, they, they said it was fat shaming. You're fat shaming? First of all, she wasn't even fat. And then she rode on a bike, and I guess people who don't work out, who don't have any uh, knowledge about physical fitness, are saying, oh, she was 116 pounds and she lost weight. Now she's 112. Oh, what an accomplishment. Hey, uh, 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 person with, that lacks intelligence, working out is not just to lose weight. It's to be healthy. Do you not think that people who are Olympic sprinters and Olympic athletes, do you think they stop working out when they're not professional anymore? No, they keep working out. Why? No, it's not, it's not so they can lose weight. It's for them to stay in good shape, to have your heart in good shape, your blood pressure, all of those things that keep you alive and keep you operating. That's what the point of working out is. And this lady enjoyed it. Her husband didn't even push her to do anything, and y'all getting outraged over it. Let's talk about another clip or another situation. Tim Ryan, the commentator for the San Francisco 49ers, they're calling him racist, and he got suspended for one game. He couldn't, he couldn't broadcast one game because he made a particular statement that I don't find is racist at all. And let me play it for you so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Listen to the clip. When he's his dark skin color with a dark football, with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the match point. And, it, 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 and that's going to mean, and you're a half step slow. So I don't think that, I don't think it's right. Do you think that that was racist? I hope y'all call in at 602-277-KTAR and tell me if you think that's racist or not. It is true. It's called facts, ladies and gentlemen. Lamar Jackson is dark skinned. His jer- the, the Raiders, I mean not Raiders, but the Ravens wear the black jerseys a lot of the times. The football is brown. Have you seen him? With the, with, the, with the zone read where he fake it to the running back as if he was giving a handoff and pull it and run for a 90-yard touchdown? 
It's very, very difficult. But don't listen to me, who, who I'm a former football player. I was an All-American coming out of high school. I played college football, and I was in the 2010 NFL draft. Don't listen to me. Listen to a potential Hall of Famer in Richard Sherman. Listen to what he had to say about this clip and Tim Ryan. If you're saying, hey, this is a brown ball, they're wearing dark colors, and he has brown arm, honestly, sometimes we, we were having trouble seeing it on film. What? Oh, you didn't just say that, did you? Let, let, I'm going to let him finish. You know, he's making a play fake, and, and sometimes he's swinging, sorry, he's swinging his arm really fast, and you're like, okay, does he have the ball on that play? And then you look up, and Ingram was running it. Um, so it was, a, it, it was technically a valid point. That's all you need to know. It was technically a valid point. Now, some people do criticize that he could have used better words instead of saying black skin. But wait a minute. Do you think black people are that soft? That just because you use the word black skin, I'm supposed to ball up in the corner and start having nightmares about slavery. Come on, man. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Stop stop making black people look so weak. If the man was talking about a white player, nobody would care and nobody would say anything. And, and if he would say something, if a white person would come out and say, oh, it's racist, people would be criticizing him saying he's soft. Come on, man. We, we, it's, it's gone too far. You can't even disagree with people nowadays without being labeled as something. If a person that, I mean, it could be somebody you love and care about and you see that they're overweight or something like that and you give them advice and say, hey, let's work out together. Let's do some things together because I love you and I want you to live longer. Oh, it, oh it's, you're fat shaming. Let me, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to tell you something and, and I hope I don't hurt nobody's feelings, but I, I might. It is, I see models now that are fat and they ain't modeling and they're like, oh, just love you just the way you are. I love you. Being obese is not a positive thing. You need to work out and lose weight so that you can live longer and be healthier. And I don't want to hear nobody tell me that if you are 100, 200 pounds over what you should be, that you say, I'm healthy anyway. Just because you haven't had a stroke yet don't mean that you're healthy. And you just shouldn't shame anybody for it. But but you can't walk around and act like there's nothing going on there. You should work out and, 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 and be into a reasonable amount of shape. So you can live longer. You don't have to have abs and look like a CrossFitter, but you can at least work out to live longer. I don't know why people have become so soft. I looked in the mirror the other day and I got some, I'm, I'm looking like a little muffin. You know, I got a little, little, little fat hanging on the sides and I'm like, that, that's not healthy. That's not healthy for me. I'm now 260 pounds. I used to be 220 when I was in college playing football. And, and so I'm, I'm rational enough to understand that if somebody told me, hey, B, you know, you kind of gaining weight, they're not fat shaming me. They care about me. Some of y'all need to stop being so soft sometimes. I'm not talking about y'all listening to this radio. Y'all all perfect. I'm talking about somebody listening to another radio show. Stop, stop, stop it already. Just because somebody may have a comment about you being black don't mean they racist. Don't mean you have to ball up in the corner. Just because a man look at you some type of way and you're a woman don't, don't mean that that person is harassing you just because you, it's time for people to be strong. It's time for people to stand up for themselves. Don't be the victim. Be the victor. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show. Y'all make sure y'all call in 602-277-KTAR. If you didn't like what I said, call in. I want to hear from you. I'll hear from you after the break. Peace. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app.
Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. Getting in the, in the Christmas spirit. That's a little bit of Christmas spirit. But anyway, let's, let's, let's get into this. I told y'all to call in 602-277-KTAR. Um, I know that some people may get intimidated to call in because Brandon Tatum have these strong, these very, very strong uh, opinions. But don't, I'm not going to beat you up on the radio. Just, just know I'm not. I'm going to give you – I'm going to be nice to you. Feel free to call in. We had a gentleman call in. Um, he didn't want to be on the air, uh, but he said thank. He wanted to thank me for the show. I, I just want to tell him if he's if he's listening now that I appreciate uh, the thank you. I appreciate everybody who listens to the show. Um, it means a lot to me when you guys listen. Obviously, it's my first radio show on the weekend. Um, I have aspirations and goals of, uh, of 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 doing greater things. So. I really, really appreciate y'all, man. We have a few callers, and while they're calling in and we're getting them all um, put into the system, I'm just going to finish this one quick statement about the uh, SJW stuff, about about shaming. Listen, I'll say this to anybody that's listening. If people disagree with you, can can, can you just stop it at that and let it be a disagreement? They don't mean they hate you. They don't mean they're Islamophobic, homophobic, racist. They just disagree with you, <laughs> and you have a right to disagree with them. So, I'm going to go to the lines because I see a bunch of people calling in. Uh, let me go to the first person. Let me make sure I get this get this right. We have all our bells and whistles going. Let's see. Hogan. I'm going to bring Hogan in real quick. All right, let's go. Hogan, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What you got for me? Hi, Brandon. Uh, God bless you. Uh, I want to congratulate you on your show and uh, – for speaking the truth nowadays, which is uh, hard to find the truth sometimes. And I just want to thank you for your show. I appreciate it, Hogan. I really do, man. I try to stick to the truth, the truth, nothing but the truth. So help me God. I appreciate it. Is that all you want to say? And I, no, I just uh, also want to comment that, uh, you know, the, the social justice is uh, it's slavery for the mind. You know, yes. it just doesn't allow people to uh, have rational conversations. It's just, that's what I think, and I just also want to want to uh, thank you for supporting our president and our country. I appreciate it, Hogan. Thank you so much for calling in. Let's see, we got another person. I, I, mean, I like what Hogan had to say, man. You know, hey, hey the truth is is very hard to find. I'm gonna be quite on to be honest with y'all. So uh, we got Gina that's gonna call in about the Peloton. I hope this is a good one. Gina, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What's your thoughts on the Peloton? So okay, I guess. I'm not really sure why people are so upset about the commercial. I think it's kind of cool that she gets it and and she wants to be healthy. Right. I mean, I wish I could motivate my husband to walk more and do all of that. I have I, he would never do a Peloton thing, but but I mean like I wish I knew like a better way to motivate my husband, you know, to work out with me and walk and all of that stuff, but but I, I think the Peloton thing is a good thing. It is. Kind it of. is. You you can tell that her husband her husband had some insight into what she right? wanted, her goals, and asked, and he spent two thousand dollars on a Peloton, and she loved it. She loved it. Yeah, I have a whole gym. My living room has turned into a gym, and my husband still doesn't work out. So I mean, like I. You know, what's a good way to motivate somebody? I have no idea. Well, I think the best point. I think the best way to motivate someone is being an example. And I guarantee you, as you continue to 
be consistent and you see and he see results in you, maybe one day he'll come down there. And another thing that I suggested you do, I don't know if you have faith in God and you're a believer, but I, I typically I use prayer and and I'm the example. So I pray for people okay. and then I show them that living example. And when they see me progressing and I'm running and I'm being healthy, they're going to be envious and they're going to want to get their butt in there. But always be open minded um, to your husband. Don't criticize him too much. Allow him to do it on his own time. And I, I guarantee you it'll work out. Um, and if he doesn't, that's just his choice. But I think that it'll work out for you, especially if you pray about it. Well, I think, my, you know, my, my son and his girlfriend just had a baby five days ago. So I, I'm pretty sure this is going to motivate him. So I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, we, we get healthy together and, you know, uh, and, and it, it works all out. And he's here for a long time to see her get married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. We'll, and I'll, I'll be praying, too, for your husband. And I think it'll work out just fine. Gina, thank Thanks. you so thank you so much. I got to get some other callers. Thank you so much for calling in. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. All right, let's see. We got Lori from Gilbert. Spot on discussion. All right, let's bring her in. Lori, hi. Welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What you got? Oh, I just am so excited about your show. I've been listening to it for the past few weeks, and I saw that commercial, and then I started hearing all the negativism, and I just. I didn't get it, and I love the way you explain it, and I'm a little bit overweight. I go to the gym, um, and it's not easy, and I think you're spot on with um, just trying to be an example. I have a brother that I'm close to, and he's overweight more than I am, and I have come down to that decision. I can't keep bringing it up. I just need to be an example, and maybe once I start losing weight, maybe that will encourage him and and be more support to him. Yeah, that, that's that's. I, I think that's what it is. I mean, when I've gotten encouraged for doing things because I see an example, and and maybe I'm quiet about it. I'm stu- I'm a stubborn person, but when I see results, there's a movie I saw last night. It's called Amy Runs a Marathon, and it was a story of a of a young lady who was was overweight. She was kind of she was at a place she went, didn't want to be at. She exercised, she worked out, she lost the weight, and she ended up running a marathon. And people supported her at the end of it, and it was a beautiful story. But I think that people should use that as an example. Be the example, and I. I'll tell you this, and I know I, I, I said a lot about people who are overweight. There's a difference between somebody that just accepted it and somebody who's going to work hard to accomplish their dreams. And I'll tell you, Lord, never give up. Keep working until you accomplish your dream. And if you pursue it, it'll happen for you. Well, and I know it will. I've lost weight in the past to the point where, I mean, I was looking great. I mean, I had people, you know, really take second looks at me. But then <laughs> as I got older, I put it back on. But I agree with you, too. I need to pray about it more and pray for my brother, and I believe in all that. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for calling in. God bless you, and I'll be praying for you as well. Okay, thanks so much. Bye-bye. Let's see. We got Kay on the road. Talk about Zimmerman and the Peloton. Kay, what's going on? Welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. Well, thank you, and first off, thank you for your refreshing point of view. Uh, I usually am not uh, driving at this time of the night, but... I happened to hear your show, and I was really pleased to hear your point of view on on, the, on all the issues that you mentioned. Uh, as far as the Peloton goes, the man was listening to his wife. That right. was something she wanted, and he went out and got it. I mean, how many men can can say that they, they you know they're True. doing what she wanted to do? So True. I I don't know why they're upset about that. It's just it's just that yeah. people want to find reasons to be I'm sorry I cut you off. People want to find reasons to be outraged. What were we gonna say? 
And, well, and that was it. It was just that, yeah, the people are looking for things. And unfortunately, they should be looking for good things instead of the negative things. But that's just the way it is nowadays. Right. And, I, I agree. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention or talk about was the George Zimmerman, uh, Trayvon Martin issue. Um, I agree with you. Uh, two wrongs do not make a right. Right. And uh, the young man didn't deserve to lose his life. The other guy was pushing it. Um, you know, being an 18-year-old, I'm sure you remember it better than I do because I'm close to 80. <laughs> um, but 18-year-olds um, don't back down. I mean, you got to know that they're, you know, they're they're just getting into their stride. They they can't they can't back down and save their face, I guess. So. Um, he should have known that, and he should have called the police. I agree with that. Uh, but it's a sad situation. That's all it is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So thank you so much, Kay, for coming on. I really appreciate your commentary. Make sure you call back next week if you happen to be driving. God bless you. God bless you, and good luck with your show. All right. Thank you so much. Well, that was a good. That was good. It felt good talking to people. Uh, a lot of people had good things to say about the show. I hope, I hope my bosses are listening to that. Uh, that's wonderful. And I think that uh, I'm very blessed to have a show. I thank God for it. Um, God has been really good to me on this. And, and thank you guys, all of you guys, for supporting. Make sure you come back every week, every weekend, Saturday at 6 p.m. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Peace. Tatum Show is on KTAR News 92.3 FM.